0: Welcome to Crotchets and Quavers, the weekly podcast of the music program at St. Andrew's Episcopal Church in downtown Fort Worth. Here's your host, Jason Runnels, Choir Master of St. Andrews. St. Andrews has been very fortunate to have Michelle Bloomsack as a member of our choir for the past year. In addition to her being an integral part of the choir, she has also greatly contributed to our choral repertoire. Today, I have the privilege of talking about both she and her music. Michelle, originally from Tallahassee, Florida, states that she has always been interested in music. Michelle started her experience with music by taking piano from the age of four until 18. She was also very involved in the Florida UIL program, participating in the Allstate Choir and in the Sightseeing Allstate Choir. Though composition was a later pursuit, she did arrange music for a Sweet Adeline Quartet in which she sang. Michelle began her formal music training at Washington University as a student of composition where she studied with Martin Kennedy and at the University of Missouri in choral music education. She continued her studies at TCU as a student of Blaise Ferrandino and received a Master's of Music in Composition in 2012. When asked about her influences, she says, as a composer, I find myself drawn to music that is accessible, interesting, and pleasant to listen to. Even though I've studied music extensively, I still don't really enjoy listening to the heavy dissonance and atonality of a lot of modern composers. That being the case, I often look backward for inspiration. I tend to be drawn to vocal music from the Renaissance, such as the music of Palestrina, Morales, Bird, and Talus. I like to write melodically driven lines in every part, so I find that this music is a wonderful model for that. I'm also influenced by many of the modern choral composers who have maintained accessibility and approachability in their work. Eric Whitaker and Martin Lardson are definitely two composers that have impacted my choral style. More recently, Arvo Part, with his simple, often minimalist style, has taught me that music doesn't have to be complicated in order to be beautiful. Composers have numerous methods and considerations when writing. Michelle's process is different depending on what she is writing and for whom she is writing. She says, if a composer has a bad performance, often it is because he did not consider the performer when writing. So in that way, I'm very careful to make my works accessible. For a vocal work, I usually consider the text first, creating a general musical map for how I see the piece progressing. Then I come up with the melodies and harmonies. Michelle's piece, Lord For Thy Tender Mercy's Sake, was begun in 2011. Her first consideration was the well-known version by Ferrant. It was the beauty of Ferrant's melodic lines that she sought to capture, paying careful attention to the setting of the speech As in the style of the english renaissance michelle's harmonies were the result of individual lines creating consonants or dissonance with one another even with the resulting seventh ninth and cluster chords that appear in the work her primary focus was to maintain the work's ability to be sung easily overall i wanted the lines and textures to wax and wane to make the piece feel like a journey my favorite part of the piece is the amen at the end the tenors begin by singing a solo a with the other voices joining shortly to create a d major chord The second amen begins with a D major 7 and slides into an E minor 7 with a D in the bass. The final amen cascades from the women who are joined by the men into one of my favorite ending chords, D major. I love this chord as a final harmony because it's about the lowest chord you can get away with, the basses on a low D and the sopranos on an A. Thanks for listening and join us again next week.